Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport. My name is DG Omoto Imbo. And I'm Adeyemi Adesoya. I am Akimbode Ubuntui. So it's that time again for another episode of Sports 360 Podcast. And today, two interesting topics from home and one major international superstar on the menu. Welcome, guys. Let's start from home. The National Sports Festival just rounded up in Edo State, Benin City in particular. And um, it's a competition and event that's raised all kinds of discussions, particularly over the past few years where after Lagos held in 2012, um, I think it was Aquaibom that struggled to hold it. Calabar, eventually, the federal government had to take over and held that one, I think, in 2018. This particular episode was supposed to hold in 2020, but of course, because of COVID, various postponements held in 2021 to all kinds of shenanigans between the federal government and the Edo state government. My first question on this issue is this to you guys. Is National Sports Festival still relevant mm. or has outlived its usefulness? Mm. That's a tough question. It's not. It's actually a simple question. Um, it depends on the angle. The angle you want to you want to look at it from, mm. uh, because the, the stories from the current edition, they are varied. Yeah. Although the majority of the stories will seem to suggest that um, if we want to continue the sports festival. We need to retool and reboot it. Yeah. Um, th- th- there's, there's no question that a, sports, a national sports festival is, is needed. Uh, however, uh, I feel that um, from, for the past like 20 years, from when, when whichever, state, whichever state it was <laughs> that coined that headline, hosting to, to win, win. Mm-hmm. since that headline crept into the picture, I think the sport festival lost its, uh, its significance, lost its use, uh, lost its, um, whatever, you, whatever you want to call it. Lost because, focus. Lost focus. And lost sight of the original vision. Exactly, because mm. all the states that host, they are not like, hey, you know what? When we host, we must win, no matter what happens. And like I said, the story out of, in fact, not just this one, uh, because so so we will make it look like we are, we are casting our specials on a do state. No, yeah. It's not just, it's not, a, it's not an do state thing. Almost all the states that have hosted the past 20 years, they've been up to shenanigans that should not be happening, happening at this level of at this level, yes, of, of competition. Yes. Yeah, me your thoughts? Like I said, uh, it depends on the angle you're yeah, looking at it from. And, you know, probably a very valid point that from the moment it became a win-at-all-cost uh, event, that was when I think it lost its um, purpose. And I think that... That's hosting to win thing. Interestingly, came up, I think, I think 1999, we wanted to host the World Youth Championships and yeah. we put hosting to win as well then. Mm. So it's, mm. it's, it's not over 20 slogan, years. A slogan, slogan that has been, uh, how would I say now, it's been misunderstood enshrined, and uh, misused yes. and, like you said, enshrined negatively. Well, the National Sports Festival was started on stage in 1973 at National Stadium in it was originally conceived as a unifying tool with the main purpose of promoting peace and cross-cultural affiliation in Nigeria after the Nigerian Civil War. 
you know, there was a civil war that ended in 1970. So a few years later, we said this one up, and I think it was used, I think it came before for the, before the All Africa, Africa Games. Game. Yep. So it was used to test run the facilities for the All Africa Games, which held later in 1973, that Nigeria hosted. And critically, the original concept was, we are three years after a war, let's unite this country using sports and the youth, mm. which was a, a, a fantastic vision. Yeah, it, was, a it, was, it was a fantastic At that fantastic time. So at what point, buddy, did it go? And I remember in 19, my first experience of national sports, I was in Kaduna. My my oldest, eldest sister was working in Kaduna. So I was in Kaduna on holidays, 1977. 77, yes. And I remember my first experience of national sports was watching a football game. I can't remember the states. I think it was Kaduna State that Felix Olabi played for. And Felix yes. Olabi was in action. And I was like, who is, is this, this guy? guy? And three years later, he won the Nations Cup with the Green Eagles at that time. Mm-hmm. So it shows you that bring up talents. I'll, I'll go to some of the objectives you'll see later. Bring up talents, develop them, and bring the country together using sport as a unifying true, factor. Yeah. So where did we miss it? At what point did we miss it? Hmm. I, I think um, unless, we, we, unless we do some, uh, some deep digging, we might not get to the exact, exact mm. time that we missed it. But I remember... I think it was a 2000 edition when the late Dejitunubu was the was the chairman of Lagos State, State Sports, Council. Sports, Council. Sports Council. Yeah, not Sports Commission. Yeah, as, as Sports Council. Data. Yeah, Sports Sports Council. You know, as chairman of, of the Sports Council, while we were preparing to go to the festival, the burden was on him. I, I mean, also sorts of people were coming to his office. We've got to recruit athletes from Delta State. We've got mm-hmm. to recruit this person. And the athletes also started coming forward. Coming forward. We want to represent you. We, 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 we just give us XYZ. And, and, the, and I remember the, 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 the list the, the, saying then to them, we, are, we don't want to go and win. And some, 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 some of the guys in the office, you could yeah, hear, like, oh, the gas. You, gas. Yeah. you are not going to win. At that point, I, I was like, well, because he was making it, look, all you guys that are coming here, Demanding for money. First of Lagos State, we are not going to give you money. But what I want to do as a person is that, because at, at that time, he had a lot of young athletes in different sporting events that, yeah. were, that he was mentoring. Mm. I remember I was a huge a, 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 athletics guy. Yeah, yeah. And his thought, thought, thought process was that, look, if you guys do well at the sports festival, which is like rural, 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 in a few years' time, we'll continue to train you. If you are good enough, you get scholarships. And if you are really good enough, you can go abroad and keep studying. Mm. But the important thing is that keep studying. But it's even at that at that time. Um, I know. I think I, I don't know whether it was at that time or it was the festival after after the one before that time that that this rule, rule had come that if once you have attended two festivals, mm. you can't you can't attend in the same spot anymore. Mm. Mm. And you find a lot of athletes, especially. Para athletes changing disciplines. Mm. Uh, um, uh, Powerlifting today. Powerlifting today. Table tennis tomorrow. They, they, so, so yeah. because for them it was a way of making a living. Mm. So I think mm. I, it was that point where sports became a money making venture, mm. and that's where states that that make the both hosting to win. That's where money mm. came into play. Is it? Is it? I think the. I mean, is a lack of understanding. Yeah by various state commissioners or people who handle sports that 
you go to this sports festival with the ultimate aim of winning and you now do all kinds of things. Is it a lack of understanding by them or the pressure from people around them? I or think it's a combination both. of both. Maybe it's, it's, it's a mix. It's a combination of both. The but I feel that, you know, we have this tendency to say, okay, uh, the governor gave us X amount of money to justify. Yeah, the, the turn on investment, you know, right? yes. They don't <laughs> see the monies invested as monies invested in development in of nurturing, the youth, in nurturing the youth talent, yeah. in various ways. They see it as, ah, I want to come back to the governor and say, you invested you X, X amount of money. Won. Because I don't think there are any prizes given to uh, any state that wins. I don't think there is there's, any. There's no prize money. So, if it doesn't go back to the question of when it comes to sports, we always tend to put square pegs in round holes. Yes. Um, maybe with the exception of Lady Jim that you, you mentioned, I'm not sure how many people have occupied those positions that had a clear vision and direction for administering sports. Mm. Um, most have always been, look, I've been given this position. I have this responsibility. I must justify. I must justify. By setting records. By setting records. By the number of medals I I put it on my CV. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Whilst neglecting the core objective of the festival, Mm. which is to spot and nurture talent. Let me stop you there. Let me read for you the official objectives of the National Sports Festival. A, to build a robust talent pool of athletes. B, to enhance and elevate sports at grassroots level. C, and this year I mark with an asterisk. We'll get to it later. To establish a standard program for athlete succession. D, to curb age cheating in sports. E, to encourage early participation in sports. F, to enhance cultural and educational developments. G, to engage young athletes in the Olympic movement, skill development and social responsibility. And H, to promote national unity. These are the original objectives of the National Sports Festival. Which means... There's no place where it's written here that you must go there to, to win. win. No, see, one thing that, for me, that jumps out is that everything that is that is written in, in, in those objectives, it is that this thing is tailored for young, very young people. Yeah. And their development. And their, exactly, and their mm. development. But you see, it, look, but it, it has gotten so bad that this festival that is ending... Uh, um, uh, in Nigeria, there are reports that one state imported yeah. a Kenyan athlete. But don't let's mention them. So, but one state uh, hired, a, and then I think he won, and then they now what happened? He's been disqualified, though. People outside him. Uh, outside him. Okay. You know, where are you from? You know, okay. You so we're missing the true essence yeah, of yeah. the games. You know. There was an open system introduced at some point, no residency rules, which allows for uh, mercenary. No, that's the, the no residency rule. It's understandable if we are sincere about national unity. It's understandable. Mm. However, it got truncated when we had the mercenary. No, what I'm trying to say here means that when you introduce certain rules or certain regulations, people look. And, the other side the and they want yeah. to exploit it. Yes. And that's what's happening. You know, there is always, I think, I think in 2006, I, I think it was Ogun State, there was this introduction of 10 elite athletes. Uh-huh. Personally, I feel uh-huh. the National Sports Festival should not have elite athletes. No, it shouldn't. Because here, and I go back to C, 
to establish a standard program for athlete succession. But you know, there's also once a you have been side. established, maybe you shouldn't take part in more than two, maximum three sports as well. Then you move up but to you the know, next level, create room for those coming behind. But you know, there's also a flip side. Yeah. If you have an elite athlete participating in a national fest, uh, sports festival, mm. it gives the young guys an opportunity to show themselves and probably beat that. Uh, We've true. seen that happen. It's true. We've seen that happen. So it, it, it provides a springboard for them to establish themselves yeah. and set records. It happens. But then, it yeah. also has... There was a sprinter that erupted. I think it was from Undo, it was from Undo State. What's his name now? There was some festival that one sprinter in March from nowhere. 100 mm. meters. Mm. I'm trying to remember his name. And it was... It, 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 that find was exciting. Because prior to that time, it was unknown. Mm. It was unknown. Then they, 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 I, I'm trying to remember you know, his but name. That's the true essence of the games. Create a platform where we can unearth... Yeah. The dragnet is wide. Yeah. They are from all states of the Federation. And there's an opportunity for you, a platform for you to excel and probably be thrown up yep. as an elite in whichever sport. But, you know, when we tend to look at it from a winning perspective, we're missing the point because the best footballer at the games, his team may have been knocked out in the second round. Oh, yes. Because True. he's surrounded by not so good footballers. But, so, it's, but, but it's a stylist scout who probably will, will see yeah. the player. So do we, do, do we have a situation where we even have people monitoring these games with a view to, you know, bringing up the next talents because it looks to me like then this situation of moving from state to state, I personally, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, maybe because I, I know athletes that have represented four different First states. States. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think that makes sense. Doesn't. I don't, because it because it, it, it's now become like you're a professional footballer and you're changing clubs changing or you're a professional you're changing clubs. Are paid. For the, um, sports festival to, to get back on track. These are the things that the stakeholders and the Ministry of, Ministry of Sports must sit down and look at. Mm. Look at the, the places where there have been sharp practices and try to curtail it. For instance, um, you, you mentioned going from state, state to state. Um, although there can be ex- exemptions, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, like mm-hmm. if, if, if you live, if you live and work in a state, you can represent them. But to go represent we'll say, uh, 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 this festival, River State's Aquabum. next one, and Aquabum's next one, I think <laughs> that's... Uh, exactly. And then, something almost happened while there, there was the um, argument... Uh, where, 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 during the waiting, waiting period for Edo State to take up the mantle of, of sponsoring, mm. somebody suggested that they take it back to Abuja. I think maybe you have to do that for a while. That's yes. exactly my point, buddy. Because I'm going to, we're going to go to suggestions. What are you, because I think we all agreed that this festival is important. It is. It is. Continue. It should continue. It's not something, it's still very relevant, but we need to tweak it. Like, but it's a retool it and make it more realistic in terms of its expectations. Yeah. Because, but it, 2012, Lagos hosted. When Lagos hosted, we've only had two since 2012. You know, we're supposed to have, I think it was Aquai Bomb next, Calabar. Yep, yep. It went back and forth, back and forth. Eventually, the federal government had to host that. And then this one that suffered a few postponements before it was hosted. So, there's no consistency to hosting. And that's where the suggestion you made was, you took it right off the top of my mouth. You know I mean? I was like, can the federal government adopt this as a national policy? We host the National Sports Festival 
every two years. I understand because look at Edo State. You will see that I saw pictures of nice facilities developed in some areas. But what's the sustainability of that? That's another thing. We have a, a federal government saying every two years the youth of this country Garage, will come to Abuja, yeah. represent every state. And then that means that the Ministry of Sports handles it. Then all this favoritism of states wanting to host is eliminated. It's just a suggestion. No, it's we're, a, we're, we're trying to see how we can move this forward and make it better. It's a valid suggestion. And I think it probably puts those in the Federal Ministry of Sports on their toes. Yeah. They get active work. You get experience in hosting competitions, experience in ensuring that facilities are top-notch, yeah. are properly maintained, experience in developing that sports policy that you have been banding about, about mm-hmm. you know, and then experience in monitoring athletes or competitors coming up the ranks. Now, the extra thing is it probably then gives them a potential focus to make it a commercially viable mm, uh, exactly. competition. Yeah. So you yeah. have a department, a you know, in marketing, in marketing the federal ministry of youth mm. and sports, and say, look, every two years we're going to be hosting the, this event, the National Sports Festival. We need to make it commercially viable in the next five years. Mm. So, if you are telling a corporate that there's going to be a gathering of ten thousand young people from across the from country. across the country, I don't think there's any FMCG company that will not jump or at that least consider that value proposition. Yeah. Look, I agree because the way that these companies jump on the World Cup and the Olympics, yeah. and it's all because of the eyeballs. Yeah, and just imagine a situation where they, every state in Nigeria is participating. Which means that but if yeah, it's on terrestrial TV, every I remember in those days, watch. the one I talked talk about, somebody said, it was on TV. Of course it was on TV. You know, it used to be. So, if you make it a national policy, make it the federal government, NTA must show these games, you are adding value and you are um, exposing the opportunities for more income streams. But let, let's make more suggestions. I also feel that there should be an age limit. Oh, yes, there my, should be. My, my, yes, my, my there should be an age limit. There should be an age limit. And I think there should be a cap on the number of sports festivals you, you have can attend. You can attend. If you've attended That's two or also. three, maybe three. Three, I think three is a three is okay. cap. That's yeah. a six. That should be a six-year span. You should move on to... To elite status. I mean, uh, other things. Well, it might be. So, no, see, see, if there's an age limit, by the time you have gone to two, three events, <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. Most mm. definitely. The another thing, DJ, I think, if you look at the way... So the, the states when when this when this is hosting to win, when it starts coming into play, the way some events are handled. Mm. For instance, I heard that uh, well, there are rumors that at this festival, it was predetermined. The number of states, the number of boxers from each state that will get to the final. <laughs> oh yeah, so no matter where you, no matter where you, 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 are you box? Once you once they reach your, your state, my suggestion will be it's done. If oh, it's oh, done, did you hold okay, on? Sorry. Then I also hear I heard that there, there are some events. Um, I think I, I think it's gymnastics that they see they chase all, all the journalists out. <laughs> yes, because oh it was time for the medals to be apportioned. Mm-hmm. So they also they, they, they just told me that people, oh yeah, come and be you know, another additional shut the door. And then, additional suggestion, federal government hosts it, and then they bring in foreign judges, foreign officials who, did, are, who don't did, know that, anybody that's, here. That's where I'm going. Because as, as it is, mm. the Ministry of Sports oversees the collection of results, I think. But okay. even, even then, the people that are in charge, they are susceptible to pressure from the hosting states, yeah, yeah, from the host yeah. states. 
And so I think, look, even if you bring him from Ghana or from Benin Republic, mm. you don't have to bring them, bring them from, uh, yeah, from, that's what I mean. Don't yeah, bring them from, from, from neighboring countries. They don't have any affiliation. Exactly. They don't have any affiliation. They don't know anybody. And they just they, come they, here and they do their job. observers, do their job and move on. Yeah, I mean, what would be your suggestions? Quickly. I said quickly that you are not possible. My main focus is always commercial. Okay. It's on the marketability. Mm. I do think that, you know, whilst they're young people, they could also make, you know, it could be a source of livelihood mm. for the nation and for those athletes. So, livelihood in the sense that it's an opportunity to get scholarship, mm. it's an opportunity to get an education, and then better How themselves. does this play? Because I know there's a national youth games. Mm. So, okay. I don't know how this to play... There's a national health game that I think has been hosted in Illinois in the last yeah, mm-hmm. two editions. Yep. I, I think that one has an age limit. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know how it works, but we all agreed here that it should continue. Yes, well, it, it should. should be retooled and revamped. And the strong suggestion that maybe the federal government should take it over to avoid the shenanigans of all what happens. Talk to the shenanigans, DG. I think it's, 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 it's also important to know that there are some states who still try to do things by the book. Okay. I've, we've talked about Lagos and, and, and I think for Lagos that, that, that legacy of the Jitunuba has continued mm. because um, uh, from this festival in 2018 they have this program in Lagos that they call Making of Champions. Yeah, yeah. Bambo. And in, in, 20, Bambo in 2018 they produced one gold medal for Lagos State. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they went back to work as, 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 as at the last count mm. there's seven gold medals seven for Lagos State so yeah. there has been progress. progress, progress. Yeah. And then Ogun State. Ogun mm. State came we okay, you know what? From what we have and from our parishions, if you get to seven or eight, six or seven gold medals, will be fine. As I last count, they are at nine. Mm-hmm. So they are, they are jubilating. And so that's the way to go. Yeah. You exactly. Plan, you plan. You give yourself targets, exactly. targets, parameters, ah, we must KPIs, and all of that. And that's the thing. So National Sports Festival, great idea should continue. It should be revamped. It should be yeah. retooled. And we should uh, try and get back to the true essence, essence yes. of the National Sports Festival. It's not about winning. It's sure. about unearthing the next generation of talents, giving them an opportunity, exposing them and developing them for the greater good and for the and country. Because, unity for, for, yeah, for and foster life. unity because I think it's one thing that the federal government does not understand enough. How sports, yeah. for me, at the moment, sports is the, we are in a, we, 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 we had to say it, but we're in a really, really divided country yeah. along yeah. tribal, religious, political, and it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. The only thing, the only defining factor, we can't stop saying it, is sports. sports. And this National Sports Festival has indeed shown that that's why I feel for take it over. Make it your baby. Host it every two years. Exactly. Let, let, let everybody live by the rules. I don't think it's too much to apportion some money for it in the national budget every two years. Two years it's for yeah. the youth and the future of the of country. Mm-hmm. The country. So, on that note, we move to our next topic, which is still at home. Uh, I know there was a female football going on at the National Sports Festival in the final. Women's football, uh, yes. Women's football. Thank you very much for that correction. <laughs> Uncle Fabio is on here. Women's football. Uh, where uh, Edo State defeated Lagos State in the final. So, on the question of women's football, we'll go to the Nigerian Women's Football League. The supposedly professional football league for young ladies... <laughs> I don't know why everybody is turning the chair when I say professional. <laughs> but first, we have to credit our friend and colleague Aisha Falodi for some of the things she's done yep. in this league this season, particularly the way she shut down the league when the COVID protocols were being, were being, yeah, were being disobeyed. Were being flouted, yep. That took 
a lot of strength of character to do and make, she made sure that was corrected and some of the decisions she's trying to take, she's taking. But there is a present one that is generating a lot of controversy. But, but there is a man that he, owns that beat. beat. So I'll let him tell us what exactly is going on as regards we want to stop the league, we want to have a final six, um, the situation of the CAF Women's Champions League and the person nominated, the team nominated to take part and all of that. Deadlines have been missed and shenanigans about maybe people are trying to walk from the question to the answer or from the answer to the question, whichever way. So, but they can set the table for us. Wait, and we'll wait, develop wait, first of all, why is that yourself and Charles Salazudo? When it comes to women football, you're always lighting the same Because you are, man. The, you are the expert. <laughs> okay. You are the expert. Okay. And you know, there's no point in having an expert in the room. Uh, at least and then you, you're at, pretending at least, to know what you do not know. Unlike uh, Charles, you didn't say I'm the expert on women's affairs. No, no, no. You are the expert <laughs> on women's football. I didn't say women's affairs. Now, um, the, the, the inaugural um, CAF Women's Champions League will be played later this year. And um, CAF decided that um, there will be regional tournaments there will be eight teams playing in uh, playing at a venue that has not been decided, and two, there, are, there are actually two things at play here for, okay. for, for people to understand uh, understand what's going, what, what is going on. Now, CAF have said that the host nation will provide a champion and another team. Okay, the, the host nation it has not, they, they, that has, has not been decided. decided. Been decided. Okay. Two teams by the host nation. Two teams by the host nation. Otherwise, if, uh, the, 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 the other um, six, six uh, nations will come from the different regions. Okay. okay. And for West Africa, as a tournament that will be played in June among the teams in this, in West, in, in this region and the champion of that will go, on will ahead. go okay. ahead to play okay. at the inaugural tournament that will determine the club champions for women's football in Africa. Okay. Now, the Nigerian League was approaching the midway Way point when uh, Aisha Faraday said, you know what? Since we have a tournament coming up and we want to present a Nigerian champion, we will stop the league at that midway point. Instead of play, if, if we, because if we, if we play all the way, we'll miss the deadline. And so we'll play up to the halfway point, 17 games, and then we'll break off the teams. The top six we play um, uh, a, 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 um, a, a, ton, a tournament, round in, robin a tournament. round robin tournament, mm. and the champion represents. We're going to represent Nigeria. The bottom eight will play mini tournament, and the last two teams will be relegated. Okay, and that was that. Now, to, to get to that decision, she called a virtual meeting. Meeting. Two days after that meeting. No, the, what were the what were the decisions at the meeting? That was the decision that okay. they 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 they, they form a, a super league. Okay, and at that meeting was when a team was selected. No, I'm They're coming down. <laughs> I'm fast forward. So two two days later, the club owners, that is the uh the, the all the other all the clubs in the league, mm-hmm. they, they held mm-hmm. their own virtual meeting and said, you know what? When we held that meeting with Aisha Falodi. Most of us didn't hear what she was saying <laughs> because because of the bad communication, um, uh, bad network, and so and, and but she she kept going on that look. We have to take a decision because time is against us, and so, so they, they said, voted for something they did not hear. Well, is that what they're saying? Exactly. No, no. Whether they voted or not, we have to cross. 
We have okay. to cross okay. uh, cross check. Okay. All right. But the decision was taken without them understanding what she was saying. And okay. that's, now that they are holding their own meeting and they are saying that they have selected Rivers United, the Rivers last Angels. champions, Rivers, Rivers Angels, Rivers the last Angels. champions mm-hmm. to, re- to represent Nigeria, that there will be no relegation, that because of COVID, two teams were, um, uh, to, uh, there was no promotion last year. Okay. And so the league is shot by two teams. Okay. And so there'll be no relegation. Just promote just promote two, two more teams to make up the now deficit. Aisha fired back that you have taken a decision, we are not going back on it. But there are other angles to this story. Okay. Although somebody did ask, you didn't hear Aisha, but did you hear yourselves? Network was going mm, 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 That's mm. on that's on that side. But there's a ba- there's another angle to that story. Now, Ghana, Ghana FA mm-hmm. have selected Hasaka's ladies. Is it Asaka's ladies? Yeah. Asaka's ladies to represent Ghana. Their own league has just started. And they said that CAF gave them the power to select select any team that they want. And that the deadline for selection was was March 31st. 31st. And they felt that, hey, our league just started. We can't start. So Asaka's go and represent us. So the question is, has the Nigeria missed the deadline? Has the team been selected? Before the deadline, we are trying to work things and out. We are, we are now trying to work things out to walk back. Because what the club, what, what some of the club owners are saying is that, look, we are thinking reverse injuries. They are saying that the, NFL, the NWFL have another team in mind hmm. by Yelsa Queens. Hmm. You know, and then the NFL came back and, you know what? There's only flew, uh, flew the card that two teams will, will represent, represent Nigeria. And for a while, that caused, because it caused, caused some consternation. People are like, no, we, we, we had only one time. I said, okay, you know what? Nigeria is trying to host. And so if you host, we can well, present two, two teams. teams. But that is not caught and dried right, and it's, it is not guaranteed. You see, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, let me go ahead. <laughs> my, my problem is this. We all knew this CAF Women's Champions League was going to start at some point in 2021. Yes, we knew. We had ample time to set our calendar, COVID or not, mm-hmm. to work towards that date or make the decision we had to make, just like the guidelines have done, mm-hmm. knowing that there's absolutely no way they're going to meet up. We could have taken that decision long ago, right? Even before the league started, and then play this league out. It really doesn't make any sense to me that you stop a league halfway. The same thing happened in the men's game as crept into the women's game. How do you then attract sponsors? How do you seem serious to corporate Nigeria that give or bring your money, bring because your products? The, the point you're making, you're telling them you are going to have 34 weeks of exposure. Yeah. Suddenly it becomes, it becomes 17. 17. Plus Super League. <laughs> for Super League which is one venue which is one not, venue not across. 17, spread across the country you know so those those little things matter and I think it, it also goes to the heart of this matter about um, we are not packaging our sports well enough for sponsors yes. to be attracted yeah. when all these shenanigans happen but it, what is, is there any merit in the quote unquote allegation that a name has actually been so submitted because I, I'm not sure Ghana and Nigeria will have different deadlines for submission of names. I am not sure. 
So if Ghana is not probable, it's if, unlikely. If if Ghana can probably put it on our website, which we both saw, that the deadline for submission of names was March, December, I mean, March, March 31st. 31st. And they had submitted Hasaka ladies before that time. Is there any merit to the allegation that maybe a name has already been submitted and we are just trying to walk back to that? Or if indeed has Nigeria been granted a waiver to submit like it's been suggested? Like mm-hmm. someone suggested, you know, and it goes goes to, it just goes to the heart of this matter of secrecy in official sports administration. There's too much. There's a sponsorship deal. Nobody tells you the figures. The, a coach is signed. Nobody tells you the terms of his contract. You know why the need for all these secrets? I, I think I, I think the reason why um, some people uh, feel that a name has been submitted, true whether it's true or not, is that there's a precedent. Yeah. yeah. Remember the Enyimba uh, Plateau United Reverse uh, United matter last season. Mm. What we are talking about? How, how do we select the team that qualifies second? We need that was a deadline. And the, 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 the NFF and the LMC, while they are engaging the clubs and talking and engaging the media and talking mm-hmm. to the public, that deadline passed. And I remember saying on radio that deadline has passed though. So the odds are that the name has been submitted already. And that matter still, after the deadline had passed, that had passed, that matter still draft for like four or five weeks before they came up with a formula. <laughs> That, that chose that, that the team that you suspected had, had been chosen. Had been chosen. Mm. And it was clear that the decision had been taken before that, before that formula was made public. No, but what, what is wrong in, what is wrong in saying, this is the situation. We have chosen this team. There may be backlash. I mean, but what's wrong in being honest up front? With your chest. And <laughs> then try and defend your position. Well, and you know, what's wrong with that? This might tell what is wrong with saying, okay, we are not going to bring a team to the table. Leave us out for this year. No, that might, that might have, I, I think that might, while that's an option, it's an I option. honestly think that it's not, I don't think they should take that option. Reason being that you have adequate notice to present a team. It's not like they came today and said, present a team tomorrow. Hey, but you still, and so you need to, at the start of it, you need to say, okay, the we, other have reason. This, we have this proposition. Okay, do we, let's pick the team that won the last time. Or let's, before the season started, Let's do a well, some kind of competition, or I don't know how you want to do it, but do something that shows that this is the problem we're trying to solve. Not that you will wait until the last minute or you decide to do something behind closed doors, and then when people find out, you know, I, I, I honestly don't get, like I said, the secrecy in official quarters. But did you see? The other thing is that you know the teams have said that. You can't take a decision without involving us. Mm-hmm. And before you take the decision, you must be, you must let us, you, you must be clear. We, we, all of us must be on the same page. Now, the other, the other reason why, not I think that the teams have said unofficially, why they want the league to finish. Yeah. It's simple. It's commercial. For them, they are like, look, the players and officials of the teams, most of whom are sponsored by state governments, that once the league ends, they don't get paid. So why would we want to cut <laughs> off 17 cut off weeks <laughs> and give us two weeks of football? I say, look, we have, our decision is that give them reverse angels, but mm-hmm. let, the week, let, let the league continue so mm-hmm. that our means of livelihood okay, so not if, be if, if the clubs have agreed, if, for instance, if Aisha's position is we need to find a team, to go and prosecute that competition. 
And that's why we're doing, we're having the Super Six to choose the team. When you guys have said, we have chosen Rivers Angels, they are the ones that travel week in, week out. We want to continue this league and end it. Why can't the uh, board say, okay, let's go ahead? Why are they insisting? On the if Super in, Six. On the Super If indeed a, the, a club has not been agreed on or has selected and the name has been forwarded, why are you insisting on the Super Six? Because some of the arguments by the clubs, they are relevant. Yeah, they are re- relevant. They are valid. And you, you are there to serve the clubs. So why, why, I, I just feel that it's not proper to try and lord it over them. I can agree that there was an argument that, well, they were there, they, they took a decision, the decision has been taken, but it's always good to, they say law is made for man, not man for the law. It's always good to know, consider all sides and not take a position because it's a very sensitive issue. You made a point now, buddy, about we all know that that's what's going to happen. You end the league today, the money dries up, the money stops. Yes. These ladies, the officials, the coaches, nobody gets paid until maybe next year. That's it. That's a valid point, Yemi. It is valid. It still boils down to the fact that some way, somehow, government needs to somehow gradually let their hands out of, you know, sports. The fact that they continue to consider it as recreation Mm. and not business. And not business is a major issue. That is why somebody will decide to stop paying somebody's salary because, because they're not playing matches. Not playing matches. <laughs> you know. It is all it is. <laughs> so it, it's unfortunate and it's part of the regulations that whoever is running the league needs to put in place. But I still maintain that if you're unable to meet a deadline, there's nothing wrong in saying, look, we can't meet your deadline. Our league is halfway gone. We're yeah. not going to be able to yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me, like they just said, that is an that is an an, an admission of irresponsibility. Yes, but they're irresponsible anyway. No, yeah, no, I, I, I won't say <laughs> no, because that. Because you've been you've been given no. My own is that you had adequate notice. You had adequate notice. Eh? So yeah, I mean, you, let, let's say you have the notice and the league has not started. You know, by March, you can sit and say, ladies and gentlemen, we have this thing. Our decision is that any team that is leading by the penultimate weekend in March. Let's agree now. That's the name we're forwarding. But that's not fair. You know, but, 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 but it's not fair. You, but, but, hold on, did you know what? You can agree. Well, there's even another, another angle to, 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 another <laughs> angle to, to this that, that I forgot. Mm. Now, the clubs are saying that some said that there was no AGM at the start of the, at the start of, of the, the of season. season. Now, the AGM, at another general meeting, this is where clubs meet and decide and determine for the season. And they said, we didn't have an AGM. And since you didn't have a, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't now just come and tell us we are, we are playing Super Six. Mm. No. The league has started. You can't stop it until, until, my, it, or, or, until, or, until, or, until, 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 them saying that meeting where they voted. They didn't hear. They didn't hear. <laughs> ah, but, but, it, but, that's <laughs> my, no, but, because the, it, it looks like it was, they had a, a rethink. But you or, and I know. Mm. That network truly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now that's, that's, that's my quarrel with them. But I just hope that we can find a common ground. So it's certain Rivers Angels have been forwarded to play. And no, that is, is this so why are you asking me? It's not certain. It's, 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 it's still in 
quote. And that means we're not playing because the deadline has passed. No, uh, no, they said it has been, it has been extended for us. We always find the way now. Oh, they said it has been extended for us. Yes. Mm. Nigerian, we always, uh, always find the uh, way. Nigerian, uh, not Nigerian fast, Nigerian um, something, something. Dispensation. <laughs> they are giving new, uh, new dis- the different dispensation to uh, decide. Special yes. dispensation to Nigeria. Where, okay, buddy, uh, I'll put this question to you as we round up this. What's the way forward on this? I think when the club owners or the clubs came up with that, um, with that their their own meeting. Since what we are hearing is that Nigeria, Nigeria has been given an extension till April to bring a name. Mm-hmm. I think what the what the what the what the NWFL should have done is gone back now. Things have opened up. Call all the club owners into a meeting to, into, in a room. Because all this is coming from, oh, we didn't hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, look, this, this is... Eliminate the network issue. Exactly. If you are going to play the Super 6 now, we won't play it in two days. Yeah. I think it was that point, which was about a week ago, or four days mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, oh, you have helped me. So, okay, you know what? Stop. This weekend, which was this... Saturday or Sunday or today or, la- or, or, or Monday or Tuesday let us meet in Abuja or meet in Lagos okay what, what, what you agreed and what you said let us put every, everything on the table so you're I suggesting feel, is, I, is there still time for that there's still time okay I f- see look I feel that all these wranglings it is what sponsors don't so like that's what puts them off exactly so I feel there should be a united front mm. and you, you won't do that by throwing things into the media and then the media by, will feed off it yes. and exacerbate it. And then I think people, have, when it comes to some of these things, I think people have a fragile ego about decisions. You you said something, but if in the light of new uh, evidences or new situations, you can go back on what you've said. It doesn't and, have to be like and then we you, have decided sometimes this and it has to be that. Sometimes when, when we are in a room looking at each other, we understand each other better. Uh, better than when I'm mm. talking at, in the media. You're talking to the media. Like, like, everybody gets around. Numbers up. are going down. COVID protocols can be observed. They can have a meeting. So a I'm saying, meeting. have That's a meeting. Get in a room, close the door, and, and reach a decision. I think it is time for whoever joined the league and the participants of the league to be more responsible. Mm. Responsible in deciding when the league starts and when it ends. Okay. Decided to follow the rules and regulations of the league. To the letter. To the letter. Mm. It is only then that we can make any advancement with our football. Okay. Um, it's been very interesting on that topic. Uh, but I, I, I'll just run up by saying, honestly, anytime the elephants fight, it's it the, is the grass. It's yeah. the players. players it's suffer. the players that suffer. So our administrators need to always think at the back of their minds. Whatever I'm doing, is it for the good of these players? Is it for the, because it is their future on the line. Yeah. One, what people don't understand about sports is the ability of one child, one player, yeah. one person to change the, 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 the destiny of one family yeah. or even one village or even one generation. And that's what we're saying that we, it's the same thing about the National Sports Festival, it's the same thing about Nigerian Women Football League. You have a responsibility to always make sure that these platforms are run and running well and it gives these young people an opportunity yep. to excel and develop yourselves and probably find a great future <laughs> for themselves. But ask the people of Manes Village what they are enjoying. Of Manes Village. Exactly. 
<laughs> on the question of how one man or one lady or one person can change the face of a particular community or country or sport, we go to basketball. Seth Curry. I said, did I say Seth? That's a younger brother. Steph Steph Curry. The man who has made three-point shooting appear like I'm just pouring water in a cup. As simple as that. Recently passed the great Wilt the Stills Chamberlain as the top scorer in uh, Golden State Warriors Warriors franchise history. Uh, Wilt was on 17,783. Steph Curry passed that. Monday's uh, 116-107 win over the Nuggets, he scored 21 points in the first quarter, ended up with 53 in all. So, he joined with Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, James Harden, Elgin Baylor, Kobe Bryant, and Rick Barry. Exalted company indeed, as only players to have 50 more points in three different games in multiple seasons. Two-time yeah. MVP, three-time NBA champion, but it, I think Steph Curry has redefined three-point shooting in basketball. Yes, he has. Yes, in fact, he has, he has changed, changed the game. game. <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has changed the game completely. Look, when Greg Popovich won the, I think it was 2014 NBA Championship, uh, the, sweep, the sweep of the heat, of Miami mm. heat, that was some massive three, ball movement, three-point shooting at, mm. at its best. Um, when, 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 when the great Greg Popovich, the coach of coaches, when he when he bought into, into that idea of three point shooting, because Greg Pop is a basketball is, is a basketball person, like mm. pure basketball person, yeah. move the, the ball exactly. He's a, he's a, he's a, exactly, a basketball purist. When he bought into that philosophy, you know that the game had changed, mm. and now every team in the NBA, yeah. some even live. At, of course, all, all of us know about about the Houston, about the Houston Rockets, mm. uh, and and their twenty eighteen uh, failure to win the championship. They want, yeah. they want to win, and they, they, they want to small. <laughs> exactly. They, they they try to outshoot the 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 uh, the the, the, the non shooters. So for me, I think Steph Curry is a shooting for, for for the Hall of Fame. Definitely, no doubt. definitely. And, um, and even though the three point shot, uh, the three point line was existing long before he le- before he, before he got into college, the fact is that he made it into an you art know, form. This guy is a freak of nature. Yemi, me? How can you in training? I watched the video again this morning. <laughs> you know, if you have not watched, go to YouTube, look for that video of Steph Curry scoring 105 straight. 105. I repeat it a third time. 105 consecutive three points in practice. Three point shots. It's Is that for real? I mean, how does that, Yemi? That's why they say practice makes perfect. <laughs> Yemi, I, I, I watched that video like, three, four times, and each time I'm like, what's going on? And you see him like, if uh, anytime one shot is about to miss, he cringes and all that, the shot goes in. And most of the shots, every time the shots were clean shots, all net. So how can one human being shoot that accurately? How it's incredible. One, how can one human being change the entire face of, of the sport? Of hoops, yes. Mm. Can one human being be the reference point for all the teams in the NBA to start tweaking. All the trades start mm. being dependent on playing that kind of style. Looking yeah. for that kind of player. Looking for that kind of, you know. So, you have to say that he is truly a freak of nature. Mm. And he didn't start easy. 
Yeah. He struggled. No, 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 he didn't. He struggled early, you know, mm. Um, mm. in his career. So, for those who are probably caring about him now, don't think he was like that. Instant success. Good point, Jamie. But it, when he was selected as the seventh overall pick in the 20, 20, 2009 NBA 20, draft yes. by the Golden State Warriors, he's a one franchise man. He says he's not going to change jerseys till the end of his career. Was what were the expectations? Because the seventh overall pick. What were the expectations? Did anybody ever think this guy was going to take this league by storm as he has done? Nope. No, no, nobody did. Even, even up to 2013, 2013, I was at the All-Star Weekend in uh, New Orleans. Mm. And um, it, it was a media day and the stars were everywhere. All of us are chasing Kawhi Leonard by the way. That, that's that, that year. Mm. And Steph was in a room speaking to the press. And somebody came in and said, um, because that's what they do. Oh, Steph is, in, Steph is in this room in case you want to... Nobody moved. But I was curious. Because, of course, he's an all-star. Mm. He's fourth or fifth, fourth year in the league. So I strolled into that room, 2013. And there were only about three people there. I still have the video. So he was standing mm. on the podium, very comfortable young man. And by the, by the time he finished speaking, about 10, 15 minutes later, the, the crowd swelled to about seven. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2013. So nobody thought he could do what he's doing. What, right what, now. what, what, what is no, no, nobody? Th- no, nobody thought it. Mm. It's incredible. You look at some of the stats, uh, some of the achievements. Three-time NBA champion, 2015, 2017, 2018. Two times NBA MVP, seven-time All-Star, six-time NBA selection, NBA scoring leader in 2016, NBA steals leader in 2016, five-time NBA three-point field goals leader. That's not a surprise. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Maybe that was that interview that uh, propelled them, that lack of people respecting him on that 2013 because the very next season, he was he, he exploded. Point, he exploded. Yes. Four-time NBA free throw percentage leader. Did you see, Yami, did you see the latest All-Star Weekend where he won the, was it the three-point shoot? Three have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yes, I have. God, my <laughs> this, this God. This trick was something else. You know, his NBA regular season record for made three points, 402. NBA record for most three points made in a single playoffs, 98, tied with Clay Thompson. He's a it's brother. Slash, slash brother. <laughs> NBA record for most points scored in overtime, 17. Warriors franchise leader in points and assists. Warriors franchise leader in three point field goals in assists in playoffs in, in three points, blah, 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 blah. He has just, like we said. I think there's one more thing you did mention. Yes. Yeah. He, he was the first, is it substantive? MVP. The f- as in, no contest. No, oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, no contest. No contest. No, no, no other name unanimous. was yes. No other name was you, Unanimous, yes. Unanimous MVP. It was unanimous. And you know what? Will Chamberlain broke a lot of records um, uh, with, with the Warriors, whether they are Philadelphia or San Francisco. And for him, because this morning, when he broke that world record, he also set an, another record. 21 points in the first quarter. Yeah. And if 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 you if you if you consider the amount of amount of points that Will Chamberlain scored when he was with uh, the, the man, there was a season that the, the man averaged fifty points over eighty games fifty points it's crazy, crazy. and to think mm. that he never scored twenty one points in a quarter mm. and mm. this young man did it this morning mm. when mm. breaking that record that shows you the kind of influence it's incredible. He is. We, we, he is 33 now. Yeah. So probably so on his long. last legs going on. And he oh. say, is there a chance that he leaves Golden State though? In, in, in search there, of another ring? There's no chance. Look, 
from what I've seen of him, first off, I think it's about the only, one of the few players, not the only one of the few players that, whether this is him as one or they have lost, he gives an interview with a smile. Yeah, yeah. I think he's I, very comfortable in his own skin. He's very, very comfortable. Mm. I also think he's, um, can I say he's religious, quote unquote? Yeah, you know. Uh, background, background or upbringing his upbringing yes you know somewhat basketball future. family as basketball well basketball yes. family as father well was a father was brother, brother a basketballer also plays a huge role in the way his career has been molded and how mm. he presents himself and carries he's himself married his childhood sweetheart you know so he's like very I think he fits firmly on the ground yes mm. I, I, I think um, Grant Hill also has the same person yeah yeah, yeah unfortunately yeah. Mm. Because I I think like we have discussed here before, the background helped. Yeah, mm. yeah. He, he wasn't ghetto. Can the Golden State Warriors grab another ring in the next few years before he leaves, before he retires? Uh, Possibly. Is there a chance? It's hard with the with the kind the West of, is stacked. Yeah, the West is the West stacked. Is the, the West is stacked, but you know, basketball is always a game of matchups, mm. and when you can spread the floor, you have a chance. Now. Um, is 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 um is his other brother is out now. When he comes back, and you have the two of them on the wings again mm. with the roster they have now. The roster is quite young. Yes, yeah, a young roster. Mm. And the odds are that they are learning every game. Every game because they weren't where they were at, at the start of the season. Look, if if you had said that they would be the, the, the Nuggets. I would have argued, argued um, but they did. They, they have the they have that potential. They to have the potential. Any game. So when the other splash brother returns, Draymond Green is still with them. Even though, like they denoted, these guys are going towards their last legs. Yeah. yeah. But I think if the other splash, if Clay Thompson returns mm. and they still have a bit of steam in them, and they, they reboot a and little bit before they next can season. shake. They can still shake the West. Should be very, very interesting to see whether Steph Curry, three-time NBA champion, two-time uh, MVP, and you, you guys said the only uncontested MVP. That's incredible. Yeah, in, it was unanimous. In, in NBA history, doing great things. NBA franchise, franchise record for uh, the Golden State Warriors. And I'm sure, hopefully, we'll enjoy him for many, many more years. For at least three On the years. courts, for at least three more I think, years. Yes, I think three years. Court. So, that's where we end the Sports Reasons podcast for this week on a very bright note of Steph Curry becoming the all-time scorer, all-time leading scorer for Golden State Warriors. Will they win another ring? Looks doubtful, but with that man in their flanks, you never can tell. Thank you guys for the show. <laughs>